Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this thing is brought to you by patrons who support the show, but don't support the show because this is the month of November, so don't do that, okay? Thanks, bye. Bad, bad, bad people. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here, and you're listening to That Story Show. Ah. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey, it was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 320, brought to you the week of November 21st, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Well, hello, my name is John, and let me just tell you right now, there's no turkey safe around me next week. Oh boy. So no turkeys. No turkeys at all. No, because I'm going to eat them all. All of I them. I don't even care if they're cooked. Oh. Now let's see. Just kidding. I don't want to get sick and No, you don't want to do <laughs> that because God's people did that with quail one time. <laughs> and there was a plague put on them, <laughs> if I remember correctly. So I believe it was because they were complaining. No, it was yes, because the quail were involved. The, the quail came down and they started eating them before they were cooked. And is that how it went? Yeah, the, when the when the meat was between their teeth. Wow, that's that's the way I read it. Anyway, I don't know, but I need it, to read that story again. You just I, need to yeah. check yourself before you wreck yourself, young man. Oh snap! I know. I got this stuff on lock. I've been saying Ooh. on lock all week to my family. On lock? Yeah, on lock. Because uh, somebody uh, cool said it on YouTube, somebody that was trying to be cool. And I was like, I'm trying to be cool all the time. So let me try, try to stay on lock. And what I think it means is down pat. Like, I got this down pat. So that's how, I, that, that's how I use it anyway. So uh, we were at Chick-fil-A, which I'll talk about more later. Because it's an interesting topic. Um, yes. But yes. I was like, this Chick-fil-A's got chicken sandwiches on lock. You see, yes. you see how it works? I see it. I like that. Yeah. I also tried to make up a phrase that I hope catches on. The the, okay. the parking lot was full and they were very busy. And so I said, man, I, before I even thought about it, it just came out. So it's either genius or the talk of a fool, uh, as the Bible would say. Um, so y'all let you decide, but I said, man, this Chick-fil-A is all boxed up. Oh, it's all boxed up. Yeah. So boxed up yeah. means it's just full of people. 
Like it's all boxed up. Like you can't get any more people in there. So start using that amongst all your your friends up. and stuff. And I I think I will give that a go. Yeah. You just be like as they say. After you stuff your turkey, you could say, "Man, this turkey's boxed up." Yep, stick a fork in it because it's done. Exactly. It's boxed up, man. I didn't make that up, but it sounds good. Yeah. It's yeah. boxed up. Um, We always start with an opening story. This one's called Drylands, and it's from a guy named Matt who's in fourth grade. It was, what? It was sent to us by his mom. No and, way. And I want this to be a lesson to all middle school and high school students out there. This guy can write better than most of you guys. I'm just saying. So here he goes. <laughs> Hello, James and John and whoever else you have on the show. My name is Matt. James, you may remember me as Tic Tac Leg Kid. Yeah, I remember you, Dadgummit. I remember you, and I will never forget you with your gross Tic Tac Leg. But Tic Tac Leg. You remember he was the one that scratched it into his leg and made tic played Tic Tac Toe with his fingernail on his leg, and then oh. we yeah. Anyway, was I on that episode? Yes, that's really gross. Yes, you were. You were. But now I am sending in another story, and here it is. I do a year-round swim team practices every Monday and Friday. Wow, that's that's a lot of swimming. Uh, this this story happened on a Friday. I was getting ready to go to swim practice, and my dad asked me if I needed to be signed in. So I told him no, thinking he meant being signed in at the pool deck. We used to have to do that. I also thought he knew he had to sign me in at the front desk of the YMCA because my membership tag is on the car key ring he was using. See, there's mm. the logic of, of, of elementary schoolers at work. Do, do yeah. I need to sign you in? The answer, my friend, was yes, you do, Dad. But let's go ahead and decide that Dad means something stupid and that he's a moron and he must have meant something that I never have to do anymore. But anyway, <laughs> so we drove to the pool and he sent me off and drove away but then i realized that he didn't sign me in at the front desk dun 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 <laughs> but my dad had already started driving away so i started to run home which luckily wasn't that far away so why is your dad driving you <laughs> yeah spoiled rotten kids I got home and I knocked on the door to get my dad's attention. And he was shocked and confused. What? Seeing me stand. Didn't I just get rid of you? I just, do you have a twin? I told him, do you time travel? I told him I needed to be signed in at the front desk. So we drove back and made it back in time to do drylands, which is stretching and that sort of stuff with the team. So that's where mm. drylands come from. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was the thing. Sounds, I, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense, though. You know, yeah. you're in the water most of the time. Sounds like some pirates would do to, you know, to get away from their job. You know, I some people go, go get me pirates booty. Let's do the dry land. Yeah, it's, other people go on a cruise, but when you want to relax and you're a pirate, you go do some drylanders. You know, drylands. Anyway, after we did drylands, I went to the locker room to change, and that's when I noticed <laughs> that after all that running back and forth, I didn't even have a bathing suit packed in my bag. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So uh, I, I went back to the pool deck and since you can't swim in a bathing suit, I had to do some extra dry lands with one of oh. the coaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually practice was over and my mom picked me up and asked me why I was still dry after sp- swim team practice. And that, 
and and that is my story of the worst <laughs> swim practice ever. Bye. Yeah, why are you still dry? Why are you not wearing a bathing suit? And why do we waste money on swim practice <laughs> when you're a, you're just a mess, Matt? You're an absolute mess. Get it together, man. Parents, your parents are driving you. They're both involved and and you don't have your speedo. I don't know. <laughs> That's what they wear, Why? man. They wear the tiniest right. tightest little things they can. My my kids were in swimming and they wear those oh. skin caps on their heads and and yep. These tight bathing suits so they don't drag in the Look water. Like underwear. Yeah, it's and, and, and then they're tiptoeing around like they just jumped out of the shower. Everybody's <laughs> tiptoeing around because they're they're cold. <laughs> so anyway, P.S. Tell me if this is worse than Tic Tac Leg. No, this is not worse than Tic Tac Leg. And then he says, <laughs> "Okay, bye for real." P.P.S. Tell me if you need more details. No, we don't. We're good. You did really well with this one, actually. P.P.P.S. I am in fourth grade, which means I'm probably one of you only elementary school listeners. That is not true. P-P-P-P-S. Please do more Red School Bus episodes. Talk to Jenna. She's the one that has a life now. P-P-P-P-P-P-S. Is this the most PSs you've ever read? <laughs> yes, it is, actually. Okay, no more PSs. Goodbye for real. Matt. There oh, go. Matt mercy so nobody says that that story show doesn't give equal privileges to all of our listeners no matter right. how we they may be uh because or how many peas they put in the end of their stories see, i don't know why but i imagine dry lands is is done on a diving board like they would lay mm. you down on that on that adhesive gray, gray gritty surface yeah. And, and make you pretend like you were swimming and it would just, Ouch. it would, it would grind into your skin and that would be your punishment for not bringing your bathing suit. Yeah. No, the punishment for not bringing your bathing suit is to go swimming anyway without it. Yeah. That is the punishment. With your phone in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hey, Hey John, did you know something about November is it is the month that we don't want people to support the show. Right. On Patreon, we told you guys last week Specifically, not to do it, to stay no away from it. November. And uh, to put the no in November, uh, we said we'd talk bad about you on the next show. And guess what, John? Two people. No. Two people. Two? Two people. Elizabeth Kruger, and <gasps> she signed up for the first time today. For the first time? Today. You did it Today. Today. That it's time to go off on Elizabeth Kruger. It's uncalled for. She is a whippersnapper. She's a scoundrel. She, she probably must have a job. She, <laughs> she. That's the worst you can do. She. No, I'm getting there. She climbs trees and eats the 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 squirrels out of the trees. She, yeah. She picks her teeth with her toenails. She's the worst. Well, she's got the last name Kruger, which you might remember. Her big bad brother might also be Freddy Kruger. Yeah. Remember him from the 80s? He was really scary, but he wasn't. He had fingernails and, and he was bad. And you're related to him, Elizabeth Kruger. And I don't trust you. So stay out of my sleepy dreams. Ugh. Yeah. And I can't believe you would sponsor patron us. You would patronize us yeah. on a 
month that we specifically said not to. Yeah, on a day that we specifically said is the recording oh, day of man. the show. Don't do it. All I right. bet you she was just all lined up. She's like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to spite she's, them. She's just trying to rub it in our face on, on the mm. day we recorded. And uh, I don't think Uber. it's nice, and I, I, I think that she swallows her bubble gum and poops it out. I, that you, she's one of those people that leaves time on the microwave. Uh huh. And and mm. and she leaves her nasty bowl in the sink at the office. Oh. If, if she has a job, which I doubt, who would hire a Kruger? Is that, yeah, please come in and kill us in our sleep. That would be great. <laughs> got, a, got a desk for you right over here. Why are you laughing maniacally, ma'am? Mm. Anyway, there's also. Brother Justice, let me tell you what this guy did, okay? He said, oh. I'm giving two bucks a month. I'm going to up it to $4 a month. And he also did that today. So, rage! Rage! Brother Justice! What were you thinking? Up your giving? There is no, There is no justice for the guy who did this on this day. You eat your boogers with chopsticks, and you yeah. smell of elderberries, and cheese, and, and you will be mocked by the men in the gates of your city, and they will never talk of you again, and you are mm. a divisive mm. and cruel master. <laughs> wow, that's... That's biblical. It's biblical. It sounded biblical. Divisive and cruel master. <laughs> and the, those who know you the will The waters laugh. will rage around your face, and the lightning will crash upon your four corners of your home, and you will live in misery down into the depths of Sheol forever. There we go. Wow. That's... That was a lot worse than I was thinking. I was just like, <laughs> your car's going to not start right away when you turn the key, but then, then it will. And you're going to be for that brief moment. Like, did I do something wrong? I shouldn't have sponsored those guys extra. I shouldn't have patronized them. Is that the right word? Patronize? Uh, yeah, I think so. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. You got that on lock, dude. I got that on lock. Really me do. and words are boxed up. Uh, I, I'm just done with these two people, and I'm done with the whole thing. Okay. Please, people, you've heard how mad we get and how upset we get. Do not become a Patreon sponsor during the month of November. Just, just, no. just stave it off, okay? And don't up your 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 contributions. It makes us really mad. We're we're just asking a simple thing. Uh, just go over to patreon.com slash that story show and you can read about how much we really want you to stay away. So thank you very yeah. much. Let's uh, rewind the week. Maybe I'll get in a better mood. This guy's a bad review on Yelp. All right. So here, here's the deal. Um, I need you to go first. Okay. Okay. I can do that. All right. You know why? Because I'm ready. I'm ready too, but I need to be a little more ready. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Do you remember Bobby? That on on I remember specifically we talked about it on that Sun Show when 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 we had our boys on the show, right? Yeah. 
my son James took one of his pajamas and stuffed it with blankets and pillows and created a friend. Oh yeah. That is human size, lifelike. And, um, and he, he, his, yeah. So he was dismantled and, uh, we hadn't seen him for quite some time until we got our winter clothes out of storage <laughs> and, uh, Bobby reappeared. Oh boy. He was completely deflated, but, um, he reappeared, uh, not too long after James took, uh, those PJs out of the box. And so Bobby has been with us for a, a good couple few weeks now. Oh, really? And, it's getting quite interesting because at first it was just Bobby was there and now he's like, he's like appearing outside of doors ah! when the doors are closed ah! and then you open the door and he falls down at your feet and, and he has a head now ah! uh, because is that an improvement or is it worse? It's a little bit freaky. Is it actually. a pumpkin? The pumpkins. <laughs> no, but that would be a good one. Oh. He's got he's got the head of Curious George. <laughs> uh, because one of my sons has a Curious George stuffed animal, and uh. and Uncle Paul, who is their uncle who lives with us, he he decided to get a little creative and stuffed Curious George down in the body of Bobby. Okay, and um, he's been he's been arranging Bobby in unique places throughout our house while we're gone. Uh, Cause he leaves for work uh, after we do. And um, let's see the, the other day uh, Bobby was climbing the, the ladder to uh, James's bed. And um, that's scary. Last night when we got home, he was sitting at the, it is, it is kind of freaky because you go in and there's this body of this, you know, 10 year old, child-sized person <laughs> except it's not a person uh, last night when we got home he was he was sitting at the table reading a lego magazine with oh. glasses on oh. <laughs> and um and johnny's used <laughs> like uh, a Bobby. demonic version of elf on the shelf or something it's, it's a huge it's a, yeah it's not what he's, he's doing more than just watching us from a shelf he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's standing around he's, and hovering he's trying to live sentiently in your home <laughs> so yeah johnny's used him for uh, a, a couple uh scare tactics again uh, against me and his brother and um mm. uh, i've seen bobby fly down the stairs a couple times i don't know why but so he's uh he's back in our house and um i'm ready for him to go away yeah so when 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 do you see my son likes to build things like he'll create a store in the middle of the Mm. living room and he'll have j bucks and all this stuff and he'll have a a tub full of things that he's trying to sell us out of the junk drawer um and and we allow that for about three days and then it's like nope jay it's time to clean it up you know uh, how long do you allow Bobby to to be a pest tool on your uh, on your family? It's it's kind of strange. <laughs> it's kind of strange. So he's got one of our best, one of our favorite blankets inside of him right now. <laughs> and the colder it gets, the the more we are uh, probably going to want to pull that from You're his gonna chest. Gut him. You're gonna <laughs> yeah. gut Bobby. That's but great. he actually. Is it's like a life size stuffed animal for James. He keeps that thing in his bed. He loves it, huh? 
does. I mean, I don't know if he loves it, but it it's like that perfect barrier between you and the side of the bed, you know, because right. you know when you're when you're a kid, you don't know what's going to come up from underneath the right. bed. Right. So you create your um, own monster. He's got he's got Bobby to protect him. Bobby, so. <laughs> curious George's head. With curious, yeah, it rotates 360 degrees. <laughs> oh, 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 great. That's the weird thing. All right, so my problem with mine was I didn't know which one I wanted to do, so I don't know. Um, I, 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 I could vent about the LBB lady at Chick-fil-A. <gasps> at Chick-fil-A? Yeah. She didn't work there, did she? No, no, she did okay. not. Um, I think I'll just do that. All right, we were sitting there last night, and we're in a booth, and and we're share the booth shares the the backs of the seats with the booth behind it, right? You know, we yeah, all know how this yeah. works. Well, suddenly we're just sitting there enjoying our spicy chicken sandwiches, uh, when suddenly a jacket flies over and hits my wife in the back of the head, and I turn around and some lady has thrown her purse and her jacket, didn't even look where it landed, and is running back toward or stomping very fast uh back toward the uh the the front of the chick-fil-a mm. and i happen to know what happened once she got to the front of the chick-fil-a because i had just sent my son up to get some ranch dressing and mm. he told me this lady came and butted in front of me and she's all freaking out about her receipt and and oh, uh word. And she's losing her mind. And I'm like, dad gum, Karen, you know, I, <laughs> you know, cause anybody that needs to see the manager's name is Karen. And right. my, my wife and I love this joke and we use it all the time whenever we see a Karen. Uh, and so Karen, which is what I'll call her from now on, uh, apparently didn't get a spicy chicken sandwich or, or should have gotten something. And she was fit to be tied and ready to go to battle against the, mm. the people of Chick-fil-A. And oh, I no. I look at my wife and I'm like, do we not know how Chick-fil-A works? Is this your wow. first time? They literally make every single part of the sandwich and they are willing to do whatever it takes, including rebuilding <laughs> it from scratch to make what they did right. You don't have to go in there loaded with both barrels to no. blow them up. I'm telling you. Not Popeyes. Even if Chick-fil-A was boxed up, they got chicken sandwiches on lock. I'm telling you. That's right. <laughs> but they're going in there like they're dealing with Walmart's return policy people. You oh. know, well, I got to prove that it's wrong and it was broken and it's your fault. And yes, I've had it for four months, but no. And she, she, it was terrible. So. The jacket is laying on my wife's shoulder. She doesn't want to do anything. I just said, hey, guys, do you mind if I move this jacket? And the guy, her husband, the polar opposite of Karen, it's usually the way it turns out anyway, is, right. you know, you get a nice guy. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, no problem. And she comes back and she's, oh, oh, she's trying to calm down. And I'm like, this is a place of peace. These people will serve you. It is their pleasure. You don't have to, you yeah. don't. If you, if you can't be happy at Chick-fil-A, then you just can't be happy. It's a chicken yeah. sandwich. You need to stay yeah. home. I'm telling you. I don't know. So I'm just kind of raging on that. But I did have another one. I do. My son is a pretty funny My guy. My interests are peaked, so. Yeah. 
my Hear this. I, it's a short one. My my son's a funny kid. He has a weird sense of humor. Um, <laughs> I wonder where he gets that from. <laughs> but the uh, the oven was preheating. I didn't know this. So suddenly it goes beep, and Jay, without even blinking or taking a breath, says, "Dang, oven." Who taught you to talk like that? <laughs> That's good. And I almost fell on the floor. <laughs> the lady at Chick Fil A taught the oven to talk like yeah. that. Huh? Oh man, he's got he's got those jokes on lock. <laughs> I'm telling you. I tell you what, man. Some about people named James. My my James got some funny jokes. Of course, Johnny's got some real thinkers in there too. A little punk. I know. I have to write it down. Otherwise, I, I'll totally forget. And that's why I wanted to be a little more prepared because I had I had the lady at Chick-fil-A, but I knew I had one from Jay this week that I wanted to say because he, he called on he called out the oven for swearing. I love yeah, that. good but, job. Dang, your daughter, she dang. can only write notes about spiders in the kitchen, but your, your son. I that. went back and listened to that, and that was a lot funnier <laughs> than you gave it credit for. Yeah, you you just didn't hear me or something. I don't think I had your full attention, so I blame. I, I don't know. I blame he you. Said that she, okay, it's, I wasn't there though, so I that's the problem. <laughs> I you know how difficult it was to tell a weekly update with no reaction. That was that was tough. <laughs> I deserved every I'm, bit of it. I'm though. sorry. I'm there. sorry. I won't do it again. I re, I re, <laughs> nope. I I turn from my ways and I have learned my lesson. How about that? I'll repent. Yes. My own. I won't do it again. Um, since we're not doing a show next week on Thanksgiving. Yeah. No. Sorry. We don't work on Thanksgiving people. Uh, sorry. we decided we're, we're going to do. Players. Yeah. We're not football players and we're not, um, <laughs> cracker barrel employees. So we're dog show people. No. Do they? Oh yeah. Why is there yeah, the a dog, dog show, show on Thanksgiving? Right after the Macy's day parade. I don't know. I don't but care. We do a dog show. Uh, so what we've decided to do is we're going to go back and forth and we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving by giving five things that we're thankful for. Um, okay. And I, I'll start, I'll get the ball rolling um, so that I can claim that it was my idea first. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm thankful for my, my wife. Uh, she is amazing and awesome. She is, I have a word for her and the word is fierce. That woman is fierce. fierce. She looks yeah. good. When she's walking away from me, oh, oh, I, I, I'm gonna keep it uh, E for everyone ten and up. But I'll just say she, that woman is fierce, <laughs> and um, I, I, I hate, I hate to see her go, but I love to see her leave. You know what I'm saying? And hmm. she's amazing, and she works hard, and she is a great mother and an awesome wife, and I don't deserve her. And uh, so, yeah. That that is one thing I'm thankful for. Oh, that's good. That's, yeah, I too want to be say mention how I'm thankful for your wife. No. Oh! <laughs> ah! Stop it! Ugh. No, that I I I couldn't help but think that you want to watch you want to watch her fight with other women. <laughs> I do. Can <laughs> you pay for that? There's nothing wrong with that. I just no, want no. to see her beat up somebody. I think it would be awesome. Well, she's got the skills, but don't let that be my wife, who I am thankful for, my wife, Amy Elizabeth Steinklauber. Uh, She has the middle name Elizabeth, she just like Elizabeth Kluger. great middle name, actually. 
does. So and and she puts up with me, which I think is her most endearing quality. And uh, she's very patient and loving and kind. She takes care of our boys. She's an amazing cook. And I don't know why she said yes to marrying me, but um, I'm every day. I'm thankful for the fact that she did. Awesome. So that is my moment um, of gratitude. Uh, my my second one has to be my children. I'm I'm grateful for Jay and Jenna. Um, two more different children you could not ask for. They are uh, each so unique and so different. Uh, beginning with their genders, which John you can't claim with your children. No. Um, no. I I'm thankful mostly that my son doesn't stuff clothes full of blankets. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's kind of weird. And, um, <laughs> I feel bad. Oh man. I feel bad saying it, but no, uh, my son makes stores and tries to sell crap out of the junk drawer. So, you know, he, every kid has their thing. I used to make fun of your son for wearing dresses and, <laughs> and my son dressed up as princesses like 14 times when he was growing up. So, I, you know, I, 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 I know I'm, I'm calling down wrath upon my, my own self by doing, saying that, but no, I, I love Jay. Um, he's naturally curious. He asks me questions about everything. It drives his mom crazy, but I love to, to answer them. Uh, Jenna mm -hmm. is smart and beautiful and she's genuine and she's full of drive and energy. And, uh, she makes me very proud. And I'm looking forward to seeing them both grow up. And uh, I just feel like the, 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 the thing I'm, I guess I'm most thankful for is the time I have left with them because I, I can see it drawing to a close. They're growing up more and more every day mm, at 14 man, and yeah. 11. I mean, it's just four more years and Jenna's gone, you know, she, right. she's going to be driving in a month. You know, it's just, it's just, it's a lot. So, uh, thankful for them anyway. Yeah, I too am thankful for my two boys. I'm thankful one that they're not girls, not because girls are bad, but because hey. I have no idea how to raise them. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, so and, and that scares I second me. that. Yeah. But well, you okay? And and uh, uh, John, our firstborn, who uh, who's a bit stubborn, but much, very much a thinker. I'm very grateful for that because uh, it challenges me to hopefully to be a better dad and to James, my, my curious and, uh, wonderful, uh, adventure of life kind of guy. I'm grateful for his, his curiosity and his, uh, both the boys are curious, but James is just, you know, interesting uh, how he discovers. So, uh, I'm thankful for his name because it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool name. James, oh, we, we, yeah, yeah. James is it a was, great name. It, it is a great name, and that's why we gave it to him. So. Um, I mean, we got two of the best names, James and John. All right, so now that we've got that out of the way, I, I'm thankful for Baby Yoda. Ah, uh, yes. From The Mandalorian, uh, the TV show that is featured on Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm very, very thankful for that, that cuteness because I used to think gremlins were cute. Until right. I saw Baby Yoda, and now there is nothing cuter in the universe like Baby Yoda. I, I, I there, I mean, it's it's all over, you know, the the internet that Baby Yoda is the most amazing thing. Yeah, I agree. Ever. I agree, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen 
um, I guess tomorrow night a new episode pops out. So I was wondering when that comes out because I've been waiting all week for it. I know it. So, good. I know now. I know when. Thanks Disney Plus. I'll just say I'm thankful for Disney Plus. Okay. And mm-hmm. and for my uh, my coworker who uh, has the subscription. <laughs> You are a cheater. <laughs> no, he gave it to me. I didn't steal it. Uh, you're a cheater still. We're, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully they won't be listening to this episode. Disney. Uh, if they were if planning on sponsoring us, they're not going to now. Well, they could sponsor us with, you know, free subscriptions. What benefit would but, that be to you? So. I, I've been actually enjoying a lot of it, even just kind of hearing some of the, like watching the Imagineering uh, documentaries. Um, just uh, Disney, the man, Walt Disney, he, he was like, uh, my, uh, well, the, my friend said it best. He's like Elon Musk. He's like the Elon Musk of that day. Just a big dreamer who um, was relentless in pursuing his dream. And yeah. uh, I, I'm, I'm, in all by that. And I'm thankful that he did because you know what, uh, growing up a, as a Florida boy, uh, it changed my life being able to go to Disney every now and then. So. There you go. There you go. Um, okay. So I am thankful for, um, self sealing envelopes mm. because every month I have to send out a bunch of stickers to people, uh, because uh-huh. I, I read their stories and, um, I, I tell them, send me your address and I'll send you a sticker. And that list is longer than you would think. I mean, we do four shows <laughs> a, a month typically and a, a lot of, lot of uh, listener stories every episode and yeah. a lot of people take me up on it. And um, I, I had a, a time there where I was having to lick the envelopes. Mm, mm, tasty. Let me just tell you. Not only do you risk getting your your tongue sliced in half, yucky. It's yucky tasting. It, it's it's gross. There's I, I would say that it tastes like, but the only thing that comes to my mind is it tastes like licking an envelope. It's the worst taste that you can imagine. And so, um, yeah, I went to Target and I got some self sealing envelopes, and they're they're probably twice the price. Only because they put less of them in the in the box, hmm. yeah. But uh, man, man, does it save a lot of time? Pull and, that little strip off, and-, and I feel I feel bad licking envelopes. I I I feel like I'm spitting on people. Like I'm sending them a <laughs> sticker, and I want to say thanks. So here's some of my freaking saliva and DNA. You know, like they could take the letter and clone me. You know that I'm sending them. So. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad for self uh, just thankful, you know. Thank you God thankful. for 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 giving someone the idea of self-sealing envelopes. Hmm. I, I I'm going to go a little uh uh weird with mine too. I hope you don't mind, but um I'm really thankful for athletic boxer briefs. <laughs> I I I don't know what material they're made out of but they're breathable and they're not cotton and they don't absorb sweat. And in the hot times of Georgia, of the Georgia heat here, that's a good thing uh, because it, it keeps me from now, getting chafe marks on my legs. Are and, these uh, super uh, tight fitting or are they loose fitting? No, they're, they're tight fitting. They, they hug my skin. I, I have to say that I second that then because I have recently changed from, uh, from, uh, 
regular boxers back to those styles. And it was because of a trip to Mexico that we took. And I knew mm. I'd be walking around a lot and I didn't want any chafing. And they're fantastic. Yeah. They, I, I, so I bought a pair from like the sports store. Uh, like uh, we have this place called, um, oh, I forgot the name of it. Anyways, uh, I, I was going to go on a long hike. And so, you, you know, you don't have an, a chance to change your clothes when you're, you're taking a long hike. Right. So I bought these and they're the, the breathable athletic type that they're, they're almost kind of silky kind of feeling. Yeah. 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 And, uh, man, they just changed my life. And, and I have two pair They're They're kind of expensive, you know, like I don't like to spend right. eight or $10 on one pair of underwear. That just sounds obscene to me, but I did. I splurged and, and every time they, <laughs> every time they show up in my, my laundry pile is clean. I'm like, yes, I'm those putting you on ones. tomorrow. <laughs> those are the ones. Yeah. So I'm I, really I, thankful for those. Underwear. They sell a Walmart sells a version that I'm sure is not the quality of those yeah but um I pair of those too and i i have like eight pair because they come four to a bag and and yeah mm. they're not cheap but man worth every penny worth yes. every penny okay um i think i have to do number five now and at this point i'm just looking around the room uh because <laughs> i'm out of things for five and i think we'll both agree on it uh what what's that now I've got a good one for five, and I okay. think that we will right. both agree. Why don't you go for it? Okay. And this is going to be cheesy, maybe, but hopefully not. I am thankful for the people who are listening to us right now. Right now, it's just me and you, so I'm, I'm definitely thankful for you, my brother, James. <laughs> but those who have downloaded this episode or are listening on Spotify or, or it's a regular part of their iTunes, uh, I am seriously grateful that these uh, individuals, no matter how many they are, uh, listen to us whenever we're here. So thank you for plugging us in and uh, being a part of letting us be a part of your life. I agree with that a hundred percent. And uh, except for two exceptions, there's two exceptions, uh, Elizabeth Kruger. Yes. And brother justice. Um, not this month. Yeah. And all of our patrons I'm not thankful for them because this is November and they have decided <laughs> to keep it up. No, for real, let's break out of the game for a second and just say thank you patrons for your support. Yeah. The the amount that you do uh, every month is a blessing and it helps uh, keep the doors open. And mm -hmm. um, I, I've, I've said it on a personal level. It is, it, it is the close podcasting is the closest thing right now that I have to a job. And so the income means more to me than you can imagine. Uh, and, and I, I appreciate that my, uh, uh, that what we do matters enough to where people not only would listen, but also give. Yeah. So, uh, uh cause they I, could get this for free, you know, and, this, I mean, well, and a lot of people do. I, let me, let me tell you for six days ago or it's coming up seven days ago, we launched, uh, episode 319 and mm. in the first six days i can't predict what it'll be tomorrow uh we had six thousand three hundred and forty eight downloads wow and, and you were talking about being thankful for each individual person um the numbers will just go up from there because uh after a month of downloads um it's closer to seven thousand nine hundred and eighty four people mm. And so I am, I'm very, very grateful 
for all of our listeners and the people. And I look at those numbers and I, and it's not just a number, it's people. And it blows my mind. Yeah. It, it's like, dude, if we had all these That's folks crazy. together, you know, in one place, it would just, we'd, we would be boxed up, man. We'd be boxed up. It would be a very large <laughs> congregation of people. And uh, we would all be loving and, and saying the same, you know, loving the same stuff, making the same jokes, having a great time. And um, so anyway, uh, yeah. that, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. That's where I want to leave it right there. Just thankful yeah. for our listeners. Thank you for, for making the show worthwhile. Uh, it's time to do some listener stories. I am really what? What? I really am thankful for that underwear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this story is called witch finger and it comes to us from Jessica from Texas. She says, Hey James and John. Hey, Jessica from Texas here with another story from my childhood with my older sister, Jamie, you remember her. She's the one that got in the dryer because her sister <laughs> told her she couldn't do it. And she's the one that walked around the block because her sister told her she didn't know what a block was. Yeah. That's what, I know what a block is. I'll just keep walking until yeah. I figure it out. So dad was out on a late night and the next door neighbor was uh, kind to keep an eye on us. We lived in apartments then. So the next door was very close. Very. I wanted, I wanted to go outside, but my sister said, no. We're not allowed to go out right now. So we argued back and forth for a little while and I opened the door and she pushed it to slam it closed and I went to grab it. The next thing I know, she's kind of freaking out and she's looking at my finger and I look down and I see blood gushing out of the end of my finger, <laughs> which is when the pain really kicked in. We, oh, it kicks in when you see it. We immediately go to the neighbors and she has me run my finger under the water and the end of my finger was gone. No. No, 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 no. I can no, see no. the little white of the bone. You have to laugh or cry. I'm going to laugh tonight. My mm. grandma showed up and, and she took me to the oh, hospital. I got to sit down. <laughs> they got a hold of my dad who went back and found the end of my finger. Stop. <laughs> he, he brought it to the hospital. I found it in the carpet. Oh, no. Yeah, so you, you just don't, where was it? That's what I want to know. Where was it? How did how did he have to get on his knees? Did he have a little flashlight like see, like like I'm the sorry. CSI what? people do? I don't know. Anyway, so he he brought it back. Okay. It's got really hot in here. They so they sewed it back on, and now why? I don't know. Why? But she says now it looks like a witch finger. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. We need a photo, Jessica. We need a photo and we need to share it. What does a witch it. finger look like? What's a witch it's finger? It's got a long like? fingernail. And I just green. imagine that it's a normal fing finger up till the tip, and then it's a baby finger that's just growing <laughs> out. Like it just started its own little growth pattern. <laughs> My hands are numb. <laughs> She says, Why did you send a story? She said, uh, I used to think that when I got married, my husband would have to curve the ring onto my finger because my ring, it's my ring finger on my left hand. But that's, oh that certainly wasn't the case, but he does tease me about my witch finger. Sometimes Jessica from Texas, I just mm. want you to know that you need to be careful with that thing. If it has magic powers, 
you you could be in danger and not even know it. You you should try it out when you're by yourself in the bathroom and and just point that that little witch finger at something and try to make it move. And if it does, then you've got to go to a special school. <laughs> go to Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> your fingertip just is enchanted. To, to learn how to control it, you know. <laughs> you don't want anything to go wrong. It, it could happen. Oh. It could it would be a bad thing. So I want a picture. <laughs> I yeah, don't. I, I don't gotta, really, but I want one. I don't want to see what it looked like <laughs> during the injury phase or the healing phase. No, no, but- no, no. I want to see what it looks like now on Jessica's grown-up hand, and and and, and please send that. I, I just want to see what a witch finger looks like. I, I'm curious too because all I can think of are like the cartoons where these you know green witches with the yeah, yeah. long skinny fingers and the long fingernails and. Yeah, we will not okay. make fun of you, okay. but we we oh, no, no. we would love to uh, to to share that. It would just be great. So you John, can be one of our our story show uh, Instagram posts. There we go. There you go. Which thing? Yeah. All right. This is Halfway Missouri from Mary Beth Ruckman from Halfway Missouri. Oh, hey guys, I I just found your podcast today and I love it. Today, uh, that was my inflection. I assume that when love is in all caps, you have to say it like that. yeah, or or I love it. So yeah, but she's not angry. So no, yeah. no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I think you did a better and job. We love that you love it. So thank you, Mary Beth. Um, I have a story from college, from my college days, that is still brought up and laughed at with friends. So James, if we laugh at this, that means we're her friends oh, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm from a tiny town in southwest Missouri called Halfway. Halfway. And I was attending a college in the small town of Miami, Oklahoma. I had no idea that there was a Miami in Oklahoma. That's pretty weird. That's crazy. Anyways, Miami, Oklahoma. Most of my college friends were from Oklahoma and had never heard of my hometown, but they had heard stories of me living at my grandparents' house as a teenager. Many of these stories involved the frustration of never having any personal space that was off limits to the rest of the family because it wasn't, quote, unquote, my house. Not long after a friend began saying, not long after a friend began saying how proud she was of me for rising above where I came from and how I shouldn't dwell on my past because I'm not in the halfway house anymore. (laughs) I was completely befuddled and and a bit taken aback, so I couldn't understand where this was coming from. After asking a few questions for clarification, my friend explained that she thought that I had grown up in a halfway house, (laughs) which for our listeners who don't know what that means, that's a place where you go when you can't quite get back on your feet after Have you been in jail or something? something. (laughs) Yes. So, um, obviously, Mary Beth laughed heartily when... Uh, then and went on to search for a Missouri state map, which she used to show her and several Oklahoma friends where the tiny town, the tiny hometown of Halfway is located. It is tiny. I'm looking at it on Google Maps. Yeah. How yeah. many streetlights does it have? Uh, I'm going to guess maybe one or two because the biggest thing on the map is the high school. And the second <laughs> biggest thing on the map is big dog recycling. I'm not even kidding. Well, you're halfway there, so you know you you take it to Big Dog or the high school. That's all. They got a Phillips 66, of course they do, and a postal post office, and um, there's a 
uh, restaurant called Country Baked Cake. <laughs> so, mm. Sounds good. It might might be a reason right. to go. Might uh, be. Well, here it it gets worse because after being shown the little you know the map of the little town, several of her, of her friends admitted that they too had thought that she had come <laughs> from a halfway house. Hey, did you know about <laughs> did you Mary did, Beth? Mary Beth, she's from a halfway house. Be nice to her. She's rosing above her her situation. She, she's a she's a she's a diamond in the rough. Yeah, so just make her feel good about herself. She, um, she she's teased these friends for the past twenty plus years about thinking that she was from a halfway house for the several months, the first several months that they uh, knew her. Uh, and several years ago, I had the opportunity to take my best friends and and another mutual college friend to my hometown to prove that it truly does exist. I made them take a picture with one of the school buses so that I can occasionally remind them that I have photographic evidence of them visiting. And I know why you went to a school bus, because that's the biggest thing in your town. (laughs) I can see where they're parking the buses on on the satellite photo. There's a shed out behind the high school, halfway high school, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six buses. Uh, So there it is. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> so that that was the only landmark she could find in the whole place that that would differentiate it is the the fact that it says halfway high school right on the right on the side. Holy cow! The the roads don't even have names. It's named thirty two, yeah, and P and H. Yeah. <laughs> the road names in halfway. How uh, do you know what halfway high, street? Halfway high school sounds like a Disney special movie, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I go to halfway high school. We only built half the building. Everything's topsy turvy at halfway high school. Anyway, man, how many great. other cities are named halfway, and why is it named halfway? I want to know that now. Yeah, so, like it's halfway between the other states on the other side. Well, that's what? like Peculiar, Missouri. Have you ever heard of that? It's a no, t- it's a town in Missouri called Peculiar, and um, they wrote to the president when they wanted to pick a name for their city. And I think it was Herbert Hoover. And he wrote back, just pick something peculiar. And so they said, (laughs) okay. And they took him at his word and they named their city peculiar. Wow. Did you know there's also a city called Uranus in Missouri? (laughs) And there there is, Is I kid you not, Uranus has a fudge factory. And that's what it's known for. And don't think they don't take advantage (laughs) of that on the billboards as you approach Uranus. Uh, Does it it have a a waste processing plant? I don't know about that, but it does have a fudge uh, fudge making factory. So anyway, Missouri's just jacked up. There's a place in Connecticut called M-I-A-N-U-S, Mayanus, ah. and I remember it from a, an episode of Johnny Knoxville's TV show, which I will not rename because it's not necessarily, but anyways, yeah, they, they're talking about the waste treatment plant in Mayanus, and uh, <laughs> they were actually interviewing the lady who was in charge of it, trying not to laugh. So That's great. Well, halfway Missouri sounds like a great place to, to visit on the way to a Kansas City. No, it's not on the way to anything. It's down. <laughs> it's down in the bottom left corner. I, I I just closed the map, but I would have checked to see where. But it's not. It's not. It might be close to Springfield or Lake of the Ozarks, but it's down there, dude. 
it's down there. So, uh, yeah, that was a great story. And, uh, and a greater hometown. You should be proud. There you go. Um, and we're all, we must be her friends because we laughed with her. We enjoyed that. it. That was a great story. Uh, yes. It is now time for me to do one of these. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Um, Dang it. Uh, move out of the way, stupid. Um, we got middle school drama uh, on lock tonight. On lock. Uh, this is ca- I call this collection of stories the invasion of Faith Girl. I, I rarely ever pull more than one story per person per week. Okay? That's kind of my thing. So I encourage people to only send one story a week that way, you know, cause I'll only use one of them, but I couldn't help it. They're small and they're fantastic. So here we go. Um, it's from a person. I call it the invasion of faith girl because she calls herself faith girl. So here we go. This is called wrong car. I discovered your podcast and I've been listening to from episode one. I'm now on episode 66, the seizing sumo and I hoping to catch up. <laughs> She hasn't even met me yet. No. So in this episode, hi, I'm Bob from the forums sent in a voicemail about getting in the wrong car. James said it would be worse if you didn't know the people in the car. It is. (laughs) It is. (laughs) My grandparents live in Europe and came here to the States to visit my family. They had rented a car for their visit and we all drove to see a play. We had a good time. The play was over, and my brother and I were going to drive home with my grandparents. I, being a tween at the time and having a lot of energy, went ahead of them to get in the car. All seemed well as I found um, I found the rental. The doors <laughs> opened. I got inside and began buckling my seatbelt when I looked up. <laughs> Two young ladies, complete strangers, were just getting into the front. I very quickly <laughs> analyzed the car and realized... It was not my grandparents' rental! (laughs) So I was so embarrassed and I felt horrible, but the women were very nice about it. Well, that's that's good. (laughs) That's good. They didn't drive off with you. Yeah. Welcome, little girl. I have a witch finger. I'm putting a hex on you. (laughs) It's so easy these days. (laughs) I haven't learned to control my powers yet. Sorry. Uh, my brother and I and grandparents teased me, of course, but it all turned out well in the end. Let's just say I'm a lot more careful about finding the right car now. Peace, mm. Faith Girl. Good job, Faith Good Girl. Good job, Faith Girl. <laughs> this one's called Stalling. So my, so my mom, brother, and myself are Catholic, and we don't eat meat on Fridays. My mom makes us eat fish most of the time and usually go to BJ's for some salmon. So one Friday, three were there. Yeah, three were there. And my mom and I had to use the restroom. I believe there are three stalls in the ladies' room. I looked at the toilet paper holder built into the wall and discovered that the space underneath the roll went through to the other stall. I managed to stick my fingers to the gap and began wiggling them around, (laughs) expecting a funny reaction from my mom. When I didn't hear anything, I said, Mom, are you scared? As I looked down and saw that jeans were around the woman's ankles (laughs) and they were not my mom's. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a young woman I had never met. I was mortified, but she was really nice about it and just laughed it off. You're very lucky, Faith Girl. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't I recognize you from the backseat of my car? <laughs> Are you following me, Faith Girl? The moral of the story is don't invade the privacy of another stall ever. Amen. Amen, ever. Faith Girl. <laughs> She's learning. See, this is good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> don't invade their car without asking and don't invade them when they're in the bathroom. Uh, this is called Smackdown. <laughs> I have I have now smacked two of the guys in my group in the face. No, I'm not a violent juvenile delinquent except to my brother sometimes <laughs> generally oh speaking the people in my group stay segregated into boys and girls by their own mm. choice at hoko one guy that means homecoming at hoko one oh, thanks for clarifying yeah i had to look it up at Ho- <laughs> i did because <laughs> i'm like what the heck it looks like she's hoko hobo you know i don't know what she's talking about at hoko one guy from that group accidentally hangs out with me, and he was also one guy who asked me to dance. I was grateful, and I wanted to have some fun, so I asked if he wanted to play a trick. He agreed, and we did it pretty successfully until when spinning out and back into position, I elbowed him in the face Ooh. trying to get my arm over past his head. <laughs> so she nails a guy just in the middle of the dance floor there. This dance with me. I'll show you. <laughs> show you the elbow. The second guy who I've had a crush on for a couple years was walking behind me as we left a building. Mm. I put my hand on the door frame over my head and kept walking, stretching my arm back as far as I could. Then I let go and my knuckles smacked right into his head. <laughs> oh, In both instances, the guys were really nice about it. <laughs> what, what guy doesn't mind being hit on by a girl, right? That's true. That's true. And they said it didn't hurt. It just surprised them. I still felt really bad, but I guess all's well that ends well. Peace, Faith Girl. <laughs> Faith Girl. She's not in middle school, is she? No, I don't think so. But I still very well written. It's, it's still uh, it's still middle school worthy. Is all I'm saying. Oh man, oh. that's so good. Yeah, I love that. She's, I like this three back to back there too. She's lucky to be surrounded by so many nice people. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What would you do if some strange kid just jumped in the back of your car and put in their seatbelt? I would I would be scared. Um but yeah, I would be nice, I guess. You know, I mean I, I wouldn't yell at them for sure. I'd be like, uh, hello. <laughs> what are you doing in my car? Please don't take my money. Yeah, it depends on the age of the student, I suppose. I, yeah, yeah. That's a full on high schooler. I might I might freak out a little bit. What the heck's yeah. going on? <laughs> You don't know how a Chick-fil-A works, do you? Get out of my car. Anyway. Oh, man. All right. You got you the know, next one. It's a good one. Sometimes people are morons. That's what it's called. There you go. No greater title than that says it all. And this comes to us from our friend Robert Harrington. Yay. And uh, so let me read this to you. One of the last week's stories reminded me of something that had happened several years ago. I was in my boss. I'm trying to think of what story it was, but. Well, maybe it will come to us. I was in my boss's office eating lunch. We were shooting the breeze when he had received an email from a particularly difficult client asking for technical support. He read me the email and we laughed at the way she stumbled through explaining what the problem was. <laughs> That's what IT guys do, don't we? <laughs> she doesn't know what a mouse is. <laughs> well, he had dealt with her before and, and knew that emailing tech instructions was pointless. So he called her. 
Now, my boss has a couple of bad habits. First one is that he always talks on the speaker so he can have his hands free to type. That's such a bad habit. I don't think, you know, just it's, it's, it's helpful, actually. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, he uh, left a message on her voicemail telling her to call him back. A minute later, he began to tell how frustrating it was dealing with her. I said something like, some users just need more patience than others. And he replied, and sometimes people are just complete morons. Uh (laughs) Which leads us to the other bad habit his boss has, and that is not hanging up at the end of a call. (laughs) 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 Right about then, the speaker on his phone beat. His eyes went wide and he realized that he had left our entire conversation (laughs) as a voicemail to the woman he called a moron. Yay! That's wonderful. (laughs) As Brian Regan would say, you can't fix that. You can't fix it. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Might as well just goodbye, human. Goodbye, job. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, we debated the odds of her listening to the whole message anyways. You know, who would do that? But he decided to call back and left another message apologizing. And this time, he did hang up. Oh, good. He later learned that she had not listened to the entire message until she heard the second. Ah! <laughs> sometimes you are the complete moron. Yeah. No, just, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to break a bad habit. Uh, Robert, Robert, Robert. Thanks for sharing, man. That's great. That is good. You ever done that where you left a message? And uh, I, I, I don't remember. I, I had done it. I don't remember what I said, but I remember being like, I'm going to stay on the line and hopefully a lady will say to revise your message at one, you know, and, and I was very, very, very excited and very happy almost to tears when the lady came on and said to re-record your message hit one. And I did, oh, and it saved my life and probably my job. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I did that once. I left the voicemail for my girlfriend at the time, uh, Amy. And um, fortunately, I I knew her passcode. We, our our <laughs> campus had just gotten you know digital uh, phone lines, so every dorm room had a had its own phone line. And um, fortunately, I knew her passcode, so I called back oh. and logged into her voicemail and deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was safe. That's terrible and awesome. Yeah. I've never told her that either, so hopefully she didn't listen. <laughs> so what did you say to her? What was the what, what? What were you trying to get out of? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. And and I thank God that I can't remember. So that's the sixth thing I'm thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our final story today is called the Sandblaster, and it comes to us from Eric uh, Eric Fisher 2.0, aka Mouse Eric. Okay. That's right. One summer, my family and I went to Gulf Shore, Alabama for a beach vacation. They call that the Redneck Riviera. Yes, they do. During our time there, my mom would enjoy laying out in the sun while my dad and I would wade into the ocean and fish. And when a fish was caught, we'd bring it to shore, maybe take a picture with it, and then let it go. Well, I was having so much fun that I wanted the others to share in my joy. So after catching a fish, I walked over to show my mom. 
Now, the thing you have to understand about my mom is she is not particularly fond of fish. She <laughs> thinks they're slimy and gross, and she told me to stay away. But I'm a loving son, so naturally I decided to chase after her with the fish. <laughs> as soon as I started heading in her direction, she took off running. She's afraid of fish. She's gone. After a couple of steps, she lost her footing in the sand and fell to the ground. Without hesitation and in complete self-defense mode, she ninja grabbed a fistful of sand and threw it directly at my face. <laughs> Sandblasted in the she, face. She threw it so hard, it actually whipped my head back. Oh. I immediately retreated into the water, released the fish, who was probably as terrified as my mom was, and proceeded to wash all the sand off my face. It was in my eyes. It was in my mouth. Some of it even went down my throat. I was so desperate to clean myself off that I gargled salt water to remove mm. the particulates from my teeth. Yum, yum, yum. Ugh. My mom felt bad for sandblasting me with a handful of Gulf Coast. But <laughs> in all honesty, it's exactly what I deserved. I learned my mm. lesson, and I have not chased my beloved mother with any creatures since that time. Keep up the great work, Eric. No, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. He learned that's a lesson, and he told us a great story. And uh, yes. <laughs> that's the important thing. we can thing. learn from his mistake. Don't chase people with fish. I, I like, um, the other week, I, I, uh, we, were, we had a mouse you know, get in the house, as I've mentioned, and we fixed mm -hmm. that. Matter of fact, I, I signed off on the paperwork to get the door replaced today. Um, mm. But we had the mouse thing and, and the traps and stuff. And so I put a empty trap into a trash bag. And uh, I, I chased my family around with it, them thinking that it had a <laughs> dead mouse, a mouse in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, oh, was, man. it was hilarious because I put my mouth close to it like i was oh, <laughs> that's like, gross they're freaking out stuff so. my son john we had a, a dead mouse in our media room at at the church and like it was on in a trap and it had been there for a while it didn't stink or anything but it was like flat and stuff and Ugh. i'm like oh that's so gross i couldn't pick it up and my son john he just picks it up and he's looking at i think he even touched it and i'm Ugh. like put that in the trash Ugh. put it in the dumpster burn it and then wash your hands and burn them too yes Crazy witch finger. Yeah, I was about to say you might have you might that's might be how you get a witch finger right there. I'm not sure. <laughs> Don't touch that animal. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been a great show. Hey, do you have a funny story about uh I don't know, a mutated freaky finger? Uh how about growing up in a halfway house? Do you have a story where you talked to the wrong person in a bathroom stall? Or left a horribly honest voicemail by mistake? Or how about a story where you had sand thrown in your face by a potentially abusive mother? Well, whatever you've got, send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story in this show, then we owe you a sticker. So email your address to james at nlcast.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at thatstoryshow. And review us in iTunes or uh, podcasts or wherever you listen to us at. And thanks to our patrons for their support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Janusz Striespeck, uh, Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more for your favorite podcast next month. Next month, not this month, at mm. patreon.com slash that story show. We do not want to have to go through what we went through this time. No. And remember, when fair. something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, 
or sandblast worthy happens to you, don't get stressed. Don't worry about your nasty witch finger. Just think, hey, that belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Woo! <laughs> I want a picture. I t- <laughs> <laughs> Please send a picture. Yeah, of that school bus, too. <laughs> no. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.